Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Claim Your Career Crown podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by our VP of Operations, Amanda, and our wonderful guest, Rachel Smith. And today we're going to be talking about how to avoid stress, overwhelm, and self doubt, and instead achieve the confidence to do what makes you happy. Successful people have to learn to build confidence, and doing so can lead to a fully and truly fulfilling life. Okay, so let me share a little bit about our guest, and pardon me if I look at my notes. Uh, Rachel is a life coach, mentor, YouTuber, and best-selling author of the books Awaken Your Confidence and Living Abroad Successfully, a TEDx speaker and trainer. My goodness, this is amazing, right? Wow. And after achieving great success in the corporate world, Rachel admits that although she was successful on the outside, she felt miserable on the inside. She followed a journey through fears, self-doubt, and a lot of self-development and mindset work before finally quitting her nine to five to live a life without permission, doing what she loves. Rachel, welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Lynn and Amanda. Wow, great introduction. I'm excited. (laughs) Well, we are thrilled to have you. And this is going to be such a great conversation for all of our listeners who are joining us for the first time. You can hit that subscribe button right now so you don't miss another episode of Claim Your Career Crown wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, share the love and click five stars. All right. Well, Rachel, let's get right into it. And I'm going to kick us off, Amanda, if that's good for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I have to tell you, you know, you have had such a remarkable journey, Rachel. And I would love to sort of set the stage for our audience. Can you describe your early career success, um, climbing the corporate ladder, and how that ultimately led you to feel stressed, overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. and unhappy? Sure thing. Yeah, great, great question. And um, yeah, I, I obviously I don't like to go back in time because that was not a pleasant moment. But yeah, I, I will go back in time to explain the way I feel and what was happening. And um, I um, I was in corporate and I had a really good title, a really good job, really good, you know, uh, money. Um, I, I changed frequently, like every two years or so, I changed from, you know, commercial manager to business development manager to project manager and just really climbing the ladder, doing different things. And I think looking back, I changed frequently because I was never really fulfilled. I was always like, okay, maybe something is better there. Maybe the grass is greener there. Maybe, you know, maybe I, I should do more and more. But at the end of the day, I deep down, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur and I want to be my own boss and I want to do, well, my biggest value in life, which I wasn't really aware of, is freedom. So freedom to me means doing what I want, where I want, when I want. Um, but like I said, I wasn't aware of that because I come from an upbringing of logic, rational, you know, just, just follow the crowd. And follow the lane. And I, I imagine like, you know, swimming in the swimming pool. I just follow the lane and follow the crowd and just, just you know, climb the ladder and just have a paycheck and, and, and all of that. And my parents, I love them, I love them dearly, but they're they're the conservative type of just doing the same thing and living in the same town. And, and yeah, and, and I just, at one moment, it just boils up, right? And it's like, it explodes in a burnout. And I really, I literally burned out because I was, I was stressed. I was exhausted. Why? Because I was doing things that, 
that didn't fit with me that I didn't I didn't feel fulfilled I wasn't feeling I was doing something meaningful I was just sitting in an office by my computer don't get me wrong I was good at what I was doing obviously but I was just it's not me right but I didn't realize it because it was just like this is what I'm meant to do right and so I did it so that's pretty much um that's pretty much how it was going and and then the burnout wow that was like the best thing that ever happened to me seriously yes because it really made me like it made it forced me to stop be at home and really look at myself like what is going on here like right. what what am i what am i here for on this world what 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 do i what am i going to do and it really forced me to just look at myself and be aware of what was going on and be aware of where is this stress coming from? And then I learned, I really learned self-awareness. I learned self-care. I learned mindfulness and just going back to myself. And then I find, I found out, wait a minute, I want freedom. And working in an office for a boss, asking for permission to buy a post-it note and a pen, you know, it's not, it's not going to make me happy. And so when I figured that out, that's when the next phase came in and I could plan my escape. But that's, does that is that make making sense so far? <laughs> it does, and sometimes those those forks in the road or those you know those crisis moments help us, uh, in a way, stop yeah. and take stock yeah. and reevaluate and make a new choice. And yeah. that's so profound. And I think a lot of times when we're in that moment, sometimes we don't recognize that we do have the power to make a new choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but that option is always there. It's, it's, it's taking you that courage that you had, Rachel, to stop, you know, and, and do the things that you needed to for your health. Mm-hmm. And then, and by, and starting down that journey of, okay, what's really happening here? And, you know, and, and then just that incremental climb back out mm-hmm. of that burnout. So then you could start to, to as you said, plan your new life. Yeah, and you made a very interesting comment there, which is so crucial. We all have a choice. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, I guess I didn't realize that, you know, and I and I and I wish I didn't have to go to the burnout to realize it. But it's yeah. the moment where, yes, it made me stop and it made me realize, okay, what is it that I want to do and what choices? And here's the word again, what choice will I make? You know, yeah. will I go back and do the same again or will I really, you know, make a big change and, and actually do what I love? But then that that's the area where, wait a minute, if I want freedom and I want to travel the world and I want to do what I love. Whoa, like 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 the extremes from sitting in an office <laughs> and, and doing that. It's like, oh, so and that's what most people, you know, what keeps them stuck and stop from doing that because it's like, whoa, it's like the, the gap from here to there is huge. And so yeah. it's like, okay, you know what? I'll just go back to my job and just get the paycheck and make, do the comfortable road, right? And the familiar road. And that's what, that's what most people do. And, and, and that's where I'm like, okay, no, I, 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 I want to make the choice to really do what I love. And it's, it means confronting a lot of fears and going way outside of the comfort zone. But if you plan it well, again, the plan, you know, it's, it's doable. Mm-hmm. I imagine that confidence or lack thereof plays a big role in um, how safely or boldly we live. How did confidence mm-hmm. play into your ability to pivot and adopt a more fulfilling lifestyle? Yeah, it, it's a really, really great point because confidence is something that I, I studied in and out. And, and, and I come from being a, 
such a low, low confidence and, and really like afraid of what other people would think of me and afraid of, of speaking up and afraid of in a meeting asking a question because, oh, my question will probably be the dumbest question in the room. Right. And and so I was really, really my confidence was so, so low. Uh, and I really had to learn to grow my confidence. And, and you can only grow your confidence by putting in the effort, by confronting fears, by I always compare it with. You know, it's like going to the gym. You don't go to the gym once and then come out like all muscled and toned, right? You 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 go again and you repeat and you repeat. And with confidence, it's the same thing. It's 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 always taking very small steps outside of your comfort zone, which includes fears, but always facing them and going a step again and a step further and a step further. And and that's how you grow. And and really understanding, and this is a message that I find really important, is that fear is not negative. You know, most people stay away and avoid fears like, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. It's it's too scary. And then you stay again in your comfort bubble. And that's that's when when you will not grow like you have to face the fear. And I always say, like, shake hands with your fear and confront your fear and see it as something positive, because if you never like being fearless, it doesn't exist. Like all the successful people out there, they they confront fears one after the other, but it makes them grow. You know, it's like. Yeah, I'm just always thinking about a baby that's just, you know, starting to walk. You know, it just it falls and it falls again and it gets back up and it falls again. And and, and nobody's going to say like, oh, you stupid baby, you can't even walk. No, you just <laughs> no, you fall and fall and, and get back up. And and so confidence is really in my book. I, I talk about 11 confidence hacks. It's it's not just one. It's it's taking small steps. It's taking care of yourself, like being aware, holding up the mirror. It's stop comparing yourself with other people. Um, you know, because they can, you know, it's good to be inspired by someone, but not like, oh, they're like on social media, right? You take your phone, it's like, oh, they have all these great, great, you know, successes and all that. And I, they have it and I don't. Boom. You know, no, stop doing that. And just start looking at what makes you unique and, and, and what makes you grow. And so there's there's definitely a lot of a lot of smaller things that you can do, but just always keep going, keep going and, and remember how awesome and unique you are and because everybody does have gifts and talents everybody does oh yeah no i mean that's just i think that the biggest piece there is that you have to take incremental steps mm -hmm. um nobody goes from you know zero to 60 instantly even in the fastest race car you know yeah, it takes so you a certain amount of time and yeah. another um way to look at it is think of a you know a rubber band and you're going to stretch it a little you're not going to stretch it so hard that it you that it snaps back and really stings. Instead, you want to keep stretching that rubber band. And mm. and as you do that, you keep moving forward. And you know, it's we do learn by doing. And that also means as you had already said, you have to have the grace to forgive yourself when things don't work out. Instead, you mm. take a look and say, well, what did I gain from this? What did I learn from this? How can I use this to my advantage, you know, next time and for the next step forward? And that's how we keep, you know, incrementally growing. And, yeah. you know, I think there's so much synergy here. I love what you're talking about, that successful people must learn to build their confidence because you can be successful on the outside and, you know, like this shiny object, but inside just this churning mess so how can someone recognize if they have low self-esteem and they need to boost their confidence 
um, and, and, you know, really become more confident. You mentioned some hacks there. Yeah, yeah, I already mentioned a few, and I can continue if you like. I just, I just don't want to talk for half an hour without interruption. So I just, uh, I like, uh, I'm just uh, checking in with you here. But um, yeah, one thing that you did mention is, is, is another important hack in, in, uh, in, in, in my chapter. It's called failure is feedback. So yes. whether you call it mistakes or failures, you know, and that's what holds a lot of people stuck. It's like, oh, but what if I fail? Well, <laughs> fail. Please do fail. Please do make mistakes. You know, um, I, I always say, like, I, I don't make the same mistake twice. No, make it five or six times, you know, just to be sure. Like, learn, because you learn so much from it. You learn, you learn, and you, you improve every single time. And my life was not all rosy. Like, I had, you know, um, uh, past relationships that didn't work out, but I learned from it. Now I know what I want and what I don't want. I, you know, jobs that I thought, like, oh, dream job, and then it, it becomes super stressful. It wasn't what I wanted. So, again, I learned from it. Um, you know, there's tons of, of, of examples. So always, you know, always, yeah, make mistakes, make failures and see it as feedback and lessons learned. And another really, really important one is um, your tribe. And it's also something I talk about in my book, but it's something I, again, I, I practice everything I preach. Um, but the people you're surrounding yourself with is super important. And I'll tell you about my own example is um, when I was still working in corporate, obviously, you know, and if this is you listening or watching, you're surrounded by, you know, your family, your close friends, your colleagues. If you really want to change your life and you stay surrounded by those same people, nothing's going to change. You know, it's like it's it, it's and that's what I see with my clients as well. It's like if, if once they start opening up to new people and new environments and people, you know, they, they admire or are inspired by and do more of that that will make such an enormous shift. Like to give you an example, when I was in corporate, I, I knew like, oh, I want to travel the world and I want to become an, a best-selling author or when I want to do my TEDx talks, you know, I started surrounding myself with those people. Like if you want to write a book, then go and talk to certain authors. If you want to do a TEDx talk, go in and talk to, or a speaker, you know, it doesn't have to be TEDx, go and talk to other speakers and, and, and ask them questions and learn from them. I wanted to travel full-time and be a digital nomad. I started, you know, going on Facebook groups of, of those type of people. I started making connections and, and communicate with them like, hey, where are you? How did you start? What's, you know, what's your advice? What, what are your tips for every single thing? You know, it's, it's called the proximity rules. I made a video about that in my YouTube the other day. It's like people and places. Go to the people that do what you want. Go to the places that, that you want to be at and learn from that. And those are the people who will also like push you and motivate you and inspire you because they've been where you are, you know? So, and, and if, if like, for example, if I would talk to my mom every day, all day and follow her advice, I would still be stuck in having a paycheck <laughs> because she's like, no, Rachel, don't do that. You know, don't, you know, she's, she, which is, which is, so lovely because your parents and your close you know friends they want to keep you safe and they love you and they 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 just want to keep you safe they mean well but they they like the comfort bubble and and if you want to expand and you want to transform and you want to change then please change your environment and the people around you does that make sense yeah <laughs> yes it does <laughs> absolutely yeah absolutely i completely agree with what you're saying and you mentioned traveling um since stepping away from your corporate career, you've lived in several countries and can speak six languages, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And I have to admit, I'm pretty jealous of that. I want to live your life. But how did living abroad test and ultimately build up your confidence? Enormously, enormously, because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a woman alone and, and, and then you arrive in a new country. You don't know anything or anyone. 
you a lot of times don't know the language, you know, um, which is why I love languages. It does help a lot. Um, but it's like figuring everything out. It's 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 super scary. Like, you know, you're alone. You have to figure out where to live, you know, what to do. Like you find getting lost and finding your way back and meeting new people all the time, every time. And so, yeah, there's there's a lot of figuring out um, and a lot of, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone over and over and over again. And so the very first time I moved, um, I moved abroad, it was like, oh, it was super scary. It took me a year to kind of, you know, prepare and plan and this and that. And now it's like, I just take a flight and I go, you know, but it, it's it's just, and it, it, it's with everything you do in your life. The first time is super scary. The first time you went to school, the first time you entered a meeting at work, the first time you did a presentation, the first time you guys did your podcast or video, like everything the first time is super scary. But then you do it again and again and again, it becomes easier and easier and easier. And again, that's all in all together, all of those small steps and all of those hacks will build your confidence. But every yeah. time it's you having to put in the action, always, always. Oh, it's not going to happen if you sit in your couch and do nothing, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's the whole learn by doing. Um, <laughs> you can do all the, the reading and watching videos or um, however else you learn, but you truly don't incorporate it until you yeah. start yeah. doing. Yeah. Take- yeah. I heard, I heard somebody say one time, um, there's a difference between making a note and taking a note. So you can take <laughs> notes all you want, but you have to make a note and actually go do it. You know, there's, there's, yeah, always. It's, yeah. It's great to learn and to consume, but then you have to incorporate it and, and take action. Yes. Yeah. And I really like what you're saying about traveling and learning languages, because I actually did that too. Um, when I was in college, I, when I was an undergrad, I went to Spain for three months and then I liked it so much. I ended up doing my whole master's in Spain um, a year later. But uh, I remember when I first got to Spain, um, I thought I spoke Spanish. I'd taken two years of Spanish and I thought, oh, I, I got this. And then I got there and I feel like I forgot everything I'd ever learned in my classes. And it was very sink or swim. I, I mean, I was living with the host family and the the mother of the family, she only spoke Spanish. She spoke zero English. And so it was it, it really tested my confidence. I was very shy up until that time. And yeah. I was just afraid of like saying something stupid. But when I was in Spain, I had to learn to just accept that I was going to sound stupid. I was going to say things wrong. And that yeah. I think that actually really built up my confidence um, yeah. over the time that I lived there, learning to just accept that I'm going to do things wrong. And that's okay. People expect me to do it wrong because it's not my language. Yeah, it's so funny because my first country was Spain as well. And I studied a little bit, you know, on my own, like before I went, I'm like, okay, I'm good to go. And then you come there, it's like, <laughs> yeah, and they talk so fast. But again, it's like, yeah, just do it and just make mistakes. And then, and they love correcting you anyway. So it's, yeah. And yeah. yeah. So, I mean, in a, in a month or two, I'll be in Italy. So I'm, I was um, on my way here just listening to podcasts again to l- improve my Italian because it's kind of rusted. But um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's um, I'll just uh, I'll figure it out when I'm there. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. Um, you've also said that you identify as an introvert and I do, too. Uh, mm-hmm. What unique hurdles do you think introverts face when working to develop their confidence? Um, well, yeah, like you and I recognize a lot what you said, because I again, I repeat, I, I, I was super shy and I'm still an introvert, even though I am speaking and I'm doing YouTube and all of that. And it, and but deep down, I mean, I, you know, you don't change your character and your personality. And so um, it shouldn't stop you. It's not because you're an introvert that you cannot achieve things. You know, people are like, oh, you have to be an extrovert to be a speaker. You have to be this. No, like, seriously, it has nothing to do with one another. I'm still I love speaking and sharing my message but 
because I'm an introvert, I love being on my own and just sitting by myself on my computer all night long. Don't disturb me because I'm happy. I'm I'm seriously happy. I don't need, you know, a whole bunch of blah, blah and friends and all of party time. And no, I, you know, that's not me. So, you know, please, everybody who's, you know, shy or introvert, you know, build your confidence, take actions and don't let that stop you from achieving what you want. Like, there's no there that's not an excuse like seriously if that is a limitation you know when you when you speak your limitations that you get to keep them right it's like oh but this and but that but i'm too old but i'm too young but i'm too this you know no it's just um if you have a dream that's what i talk about all the time if you have a dream and a goal like get clear on that goal and start making steps to achieve that goal that's exactly what i did and it doesn't happen overnight but whether you're introvert introvert extrovert what not you know it really doesn't matter yeah. yeah, yeah, and, and speak. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Amanda. Go ahead. Oh, you can say what you're gonna say. Uh, I was just sort of gonna pivot to saying that. Yeah, that's so important. What Rachel, you just mentioned about goals, and if you also write down your goal, uh, people mm -hmm. who write their goals down are 70% likely to actually achieve those goals. So even when you get clear on them, if you don't write them down and you know make um, I know that that was something I've continued to use and I put something up on the wall. So I look at it and that's my big goal and yeah. it makes a big difference and you have it fixed so that you're actually looking at it, not just thinking about it, but you've mm -hmm. written it down. And I mean, it's like a different way of processing it. Um, uh, and, and it sort of brings us back to confidence and mm -hmm. How, you know, because you've just been talking about being an introvert and how you that doesn't it isn't a limitation. It's actually an opportunity um, and how you can, um, you know, be confident to lead others to success uh, and, and however they might define that success. Mm. So I'm really curious, Rachel, how you help people with that. And um, yeah, I know you have some courses and then you also do coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Um, well, it goes back to what you were saying uh, about setting goals, because most of the people I work with, they have a hard time knowing what their goal is, because once you're clear on your goal, then it's just a matter of, OK, that's my goal. OK, break it down into steps and let's make, you know, let's make the steps and achieve that goal because you have that clarity on your goal. And I call myself a clarity coach because. I found that for me too, like when I wanted to really, I knew I wanted to change, but it wasn't clear, like what, what do I really want? And so most of the clients, they're in the same position of, okay, they're in a career, they're successful at what they're doing. It's familiar. They're having a paycheck, but it's like, it's stressful. It's exhausting. It's because you're, you're giving away all your energy because you're doing something you don't like, but you don't know, wait a minute, I'm 40 years old. What can I do? Like what, what goal can I make for myself? And so it's that clarity. And once you pinpoint that, then it's about, okay, now I know what I want. Let's go and achieve it. But it's really that figuring out phase. So that's really what I help my clients most with. But first of all, of course, knowing, again, going back to the beginning, what you also said is like knowing that you can make a choice. So really like hammering it down, like, wait a minute, don't stay stuck. Like, you know, you can get unstuck. And if you're 40 or 50, you still have a lifetime to go. Like, you don't have to think like, oh, but now I, I had a client and, and, and when she first came to me, she's like, but I'm 48, you know, I mean, what can I still do? And now literally we ended our, our last session um, this week and she's like, um, you know what? I still have probably 20, 30 years to go and I want to, you know, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to do what I love. And I'm like, oh, finally, she, you know, you understood and you, you, you're going to do it. 
so it's really also so it's it's two things it's the mindset of yes i I can achieve it and believing and and building that confidence and that trust in yourself and then figuring out okay what is it and it's that process of figuring out which i had to go through as well which is the self-awareness like what is your passion but not just the passion because with passion you know you can love painting but you know are you going to make a living from that you know you can love singing but are you going to make a living on it so really you know nailing down the the mix of your passion your gifts your talents uh, understanding that when you're 40 or 50 you don't have to go and get another degree because that's also what people come to me like oh but then i need to do a new course or a new degree no you don't you have so much experience let's use that experience and put it into you know something that really makes you happy so it's really about you know figuring figuring out and getting clarity and then and then making that plan and then achieving that <laughs> well that sounds wonderful that sounds such a and that is i I'm totally right there with you. And sometimes you sort of need to sort through that and clear your mind so you can get to that point of clarity or at least less ambiguity and then get to clarity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, and and to be honest, I understand that because especially with social media, with, with the amount of information there is, you get so overwhelmed so easily. And it's like, oh, but maybe I need a course in this. And oh, but there's also a course in this. Or let's say you want to start online like I did. You know, in the beginning, I was like, oh, but there's a course about SEO and there's a course about a website. And oh, I need a website first. No, you don't need a website first. And then there's a course about, you know, uh, building online courses or making, oh, my gosh. And I was like, I was all over the place until myself. I hired a coach and she was like, OK, let's do this and this and this first. You know, it's, it's just it is overwhelming with all the information that's out yeah. there. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it can be a, a lot of distraction and a lot of shiny objects. So, mm. I mean, Rachel, thank you so much for sharing about how boosting confidence can unlock a world of success and happiness. Um, this has been a really terrific conversation that I think our audience has gotten a lot out of. And I know that our listeners are going to want to know more about where they can find you. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, I mean, I'm, I know you're going to put all the links, but if you can spell my name, Rachel Smets, S-M-E-T-S, then you can find my website, rachelsmets.com. And I give new videos every single Wednesday on YouTube. Again, just Rachel Smets, where I give a lot of tips, a lot of inspiration, a lot of motivation. So find me there and um, and yeah, find, you know, or book a call with me and let's get you some clarity and achieve the dream that you really want. So, yeah, happy to help. All right. And we'll be sure to include that link in our show notes. And thank you so much, Rachel. Thank you, Amanda. This has been such a great conversation. Awesome. And, yeah. And for everyone out there, if you have ideas that you'd like to share, you can leave us a comment down below in the comment section. We do want to hear from you. And we, if you also, if you have a question or you'd like to suggest a topic for discussion, you can email us at jointheconversation@petitequeen.com. And to stay current on all our insightful advice, our breakthrough advantages, uh, everything we have to offer, sign up for our weekly Wisdoms newsletter. And thank you for listening, everyone. Rachel, Amanda, thank you so much for joining. Thank you.